Welcome to Superior Central Library's podcast, your place for stories, poetry, messages from your teacher, and announcements from your library. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, May 14th, and I have a poem for you and one of my favorite storybooks from when I was a child. And while I didn't get any book talks for today, um, we do have a new weekly wellness quick check-in with Mrs. Beaupied that I was going to share the introduction to. Um, I hope you have a great day. Our poem today is called The Napping House by Audrey Wood and Don Wood, and I think this is the perfect story for a gray, rainy day like today. The Napping House. There is a house, a napping house, where everyone is sleeping. And in that house there is a bed, a cozy bed, in a napping house where everyone is sleeping. And on that bed there is a granny, a snoring granny on a cozy bed in a napping house where everyone is sleeping. And on that granny there is a child, a dreaming child on a snoring granny on a cozy bed in a napping house where everyone is sleeping. And on that child there is a dog, a dozing dog on a dreaming child on a snoring granny on a cozy bed in a napping house where everyone is sleeping. And on that dog, there is a cat, a snoozing cat on a dozing dog, on a dreaming child, on a snoring granny, on a cozy bed in a napping house where everyone is sleeping. And on that cat, there is a mouse, a slubmarine mouse on a snoozing cat, on a dozing dog, on a dreaming child, on a snoring granny, on a cozy bed in a napping house where everyone is sleeping. And on that mouse, there is a flea. Can it be a wakeful flea on a slumbering mouse, on a snoozing cat, on a dozing dog, on a dreaming child, on a snoring granny, on a cozy bed in a napping house where everyone is sleeping? It's a wakeful flea who bites the mouse, who scares the cat, who claws the dog, who thumps the child, who bumps the granny, who breaks the bed in a napping house where no one now is sleeping. All right, here is our quick mindfulness check-in with Mrs. Beaupied. For those of you who don't know, Mrs. Beaupied is the social worker at Superior Central School, and she has been doing a weekly YouTube video to help students um, navigate this change and how to control what they can control and let go of the rest and to be mindful of their situation and their feelings in the situation. And here she is from this week. Hi, Spirit Central students. It's me again coming at you for week four of our weekly wellness. I hope you guys have had a great week. I hope, um, you know, that, that your classes are going well. Um, at this point, you know, we are um, like halfway through our online um, kind of distance learning for this year. And I think there are only about... Um, 
five weeks left of the school year. So I just, I want to, um, you know, congratulate you guys for getting this far and, and really trying your best um, and embracing a new way of doing school. And I just want to encourage you to keep going. Um, the stuff that you do for these next few weeks is going to help next year. Um, you know, you uh, get right back into the routine of school um, and, and not... Um, not be behind. So keep working, keep doing it, keep talk, talking to your teachers and reaching out if you have questions. Um, you guys are doing a great job and we're really proud of you. Our story today is Madeline by Ludwig Bellmens. And this book was published in 1939. In an old house in Paris, covered with vines, lived 12 little girls in two straight lines. In two straight lines, they broke their bread and brushed their teeth and went to bed. They smiled at the good and frowned at the bad. And sometimes they were very sad. They left the house at half past nine in two straight lines, in rain or shine. The smallest one was Madeline. She was not afraid of mice. She loved winter, snow, and ice. And to the tiger in the zoo, Madeline just said, poo, poo. And nobody knew quite so well how to frighten Miss Clavel. In the middle of one night, Miss Clavel turned on the light and said, Something is not right. Little Madeline sat in bed, cried and cried. Her eyes were red. And soon after Dr. Cohn came, he rushed out to the phone. He dialed Danton 10-6. Nurse, he said, it's an appendix. Everybody had to cry. Not a single eye was dry. Madeline was in his arm in a blanket, safe and warm. In a car with a red light, they drove out into the night. Madeline woke up two hours later in a room with flowers. Madeline soon ate and drank. On her bed, there was a crank. And the crack on the ceiling had the habit of sometimes looking like a rabbit. Outside were birds, trees, and sky, and so ten days passed quickly by. One nice morning, Miss Clavel said, Isn't this a fine day to visit Madeline? Visitors from two to four read a sign outside her door, tiptoeing with solemn face with the flowers and a vase. In they walked and then said, ah, when they saw the toys and candy and the dollhouse from Papa. But the biggest surprise by far on her stomach was a scar. Goodbye, they said, we'll come again. And the little girls left in the rain. They went home and broke their bread and brushed their teeth and went to bed. But in the middle of the night, Miss Clavel turned on the light and said, 
something is not right. And afraid of a disaster, Miss Clavel ran fast and faster. And she said, please, children, do tell me what is troubling you. And all the girls cried, boo-hoo, we want our appendix out too. Good night, little girls. Thank the Lord you are well. And now go to sleep, said Miss Clavel. And she turned out the light and closed the door. And that's all there is. There isn't any more. All right, guys, that is it for today. I want to let you know that starting next week, we are going to have a competition on the podcast. I was in my classroom and I have a brand new box of Scholastic books um, that I got and I want to give some of them away. So I have a contest starting next week. So be sure you listen in and I will explain the rules in tomorrow's podcast. So I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.